Hello Next Issue listeners, this is a very special mini-sode where Clay, Adrian and I discuss the Fast and Furious franchise. Um, we will release three mini-sodes, uh, the last one being our review for Hobbs and Shaw. So we hope you enjoy. because it feels like the type of business that Dom might have with a garage in the back. Yes. Like like if there was a garage back here. Although, me and serving those tuna sandwiches in the first movie, uh, no, I don't know how good they were. No crust. It had Brian coming back. <laughs> yeah, there was sandwiches. All right. Um, Adrian, do you have any kind of relationship with this Fast and Furious franchise? Have you seen the movies? Um... I think I have seen them all. Yes. All right. I have seen them all. Um, Welcome to the fam. Except for Hobbs and Shaw, right? Except for Hobbs and Shaw. Okay. Um, Not needed. So we will have eventually full spoilers for Hobbs and Shaw. If you haven't seen it. Watch a trailer and that will tell you the whole film. I disagree, but then we'll get into that later. But yeah, full spoilers for Hobbs and Shaw and the full Fast and Furious franchise, I guess. I Yeah, I mean, let's just go ahead and get into... Do you want to go film by film, or you just want to go straight Hobbs no, and Shaw? Can, we can talk a little bit about each film. And I, I, don't, I haven't... Four through eight get mingled in my head as one big story. Yeah. So sometimes I don't remember, like, where things happen. You just remember them by the stunts they do. Yeah. <laughs> well, oof, they escalate. But one, one, two, and three, I think they're pretty clear because they're very different films. Yeah. But then one's Vin Diesel came back, and he's like, oh, I'm going to make this my franchise. One, one is a Western. One is just a Western. It's two guys, one who's a sheriff and one who's not, and what respect and law and family is. That's all the first film is. And those low-rise whatever pants that they used to wear back in the late 90s, 90s. early 2000s, and bad clothing, bad lighting, bad lighting, a Corona commercial. You can have any beer as long as it's Corona. Man, that was going back to that. The, the movie gets really aged by the VCR by the DVD yeah. or VCR TV combo that they're stealing in the first film. Right. The the gear they put in their car. I think the only thing that hasn't changed is that it's Nas, but everything else looks. In uh, in two or is it in the no no in the first one they do he does have a PlayStation. Someone has a PlayStation in their car. In their car. In yeah. their car. Which not PlayStation Two. Hmm. PlayStation. That seems dangerous to me. Um, I love the first one. It's just it's just fun. Uh, you know, you get to meet everyone. You have the big race at the end. Respect, family, all of that. That's what. Uh, this is the new hope. And then we get rid of Jesse, right? He and didn't make it. Nah, some people didn't make the cut. Too you bad. Um, where did that fall off on? Tokyo, three. Tokyo Drift was horrible. Yeah, um, it's fun. Uh, it's a. You say horrible, I say fun. It's a good bad movie. And four was. Four eh. was the first time they came back. Now five was. Well, hold I on, y'all. Y'all are skipping oh, two. Yeah, yeah. Y'all aren't even talking. Too fast, too furious. Give Roman. We're going in chronological order, maybe. Give Give Roman some love. Oh. Roman. Who? Roman just wants a burger. Roman Pierce. Tyrese Gibson. Oh. I guess. Yeah. He's in the. He's in Too Fast, Too Furious. You know what? I will say, even in this, great casting choice. Yeah. Great casting choice. 
Yeah. Um, especially for this type of movies where most directors choose to start the, the scene with a headshot of like some girl walking around and then you move over to the car and then you finally get to like, oh yeah, here's my actors. Oh no, no. John Singleton opens up. He actually said, I listened to the commentary on this. He goes, um, I just wanted to open this movie with just this guy jumping out of the back of the truck just giant dreads, putting up cones, stopping traffic because we're going to race. That guy was starting my movie, and that's the way it, it is. Um, as being a comic book podcast and talking about Fast and the Furious, the only tie I have to is Too Fast, Too Furious. John Singleton loved manga, and he actually was looking for uh, colors and styles to emulate in his movie, and that's why you get Too Fast, Too Furious opening up with so much color in the first race. Mm. And all the characters are pretty, um, they're pretty, if, if you think of an anime or a manga, like the way Ludacris is set up as a, the garage guy, and then what's his, what's the girl, um, the Asian girl? Oh, um. Damn it, Clay, that's why we did this for you. And Wasn't she in Tokyo Drift too? No, no, <laughs> this is the only one. Um, no. <laughs> no. Oh my God, I'm going to have to look it up. But yeah, the, so she, like, her car, like, she's all about the, like, kawaii style or whatever like mm -hmm. you know cute stuff that they like over there but she's also a badass like it's like every, every i know and she's the most obscure character and when and shelby and i went to the uh fast and furious marathon before hobbs and shaw when it was just 16 hours and the people next to us they were like oh yeah she's our favorite and i was like what she's like in one movie she's pretty she, cool though i mean she races one time and she kicks ass but yeah that was that was interesting that you always have Brian be the lawman, but he's always oh yeah he's always in that gray area of like I thought she wasn't three no I don't think so Suki I'm Suki. sorry yeah. Suki. I am so sorry we're so sorry and it's Devin Akoya who was also in Sin City yep yep um so two we get Ludacris um and Tech. they who Tej. We, Tej, it, yeah. well, the interesting part is going from one to two. We we lose we lose Dom. Um, he leaves uh, the franchise yeah. to go do what? Triple X, right? And yeah, and or the what were the other movies he did? The Riddick, uh, Riddick, Riddick. Chronicles of Riddick stuff. Yeah. So when we get to Tokyo Drift, they go, "Hey, do you want to come back and do this Tokyo Drift?" And he goes, "No." And they're like, "Well, what if we do? What if?" What would it take for you to just be in it for a scene? He's like, I want, I want the rights to Riddick done. Oh, wow. So Tokyo Drift gives us the rights to Riddick. So we get, we we go from uh, his first movie was at uh, Pitch Black, Pitch Black, yep. which was awesome. Yeah, and then so we get a second movie that's pretty much a, a hard the Chronicles of Riddick is a hard sci-fi movie, right? With Carl Urban. With Carl yeah. Urban. Which uh, fan, a fan of the. Uh, I think this is a Carl Urban fan club. Yeah, I think yeah. So. Oh, yeah. There's think not anything he's done that we don't like. I mean, and like if you don't like Carl Urban, just stop listening to our podcast. Unsubscribe. Exactly. Because uh, why? Why are, you, why are you even here? Exactly. Because Carl Urban would have a word for you. I think he uses it in the boys a lot. It starts with a C. <laughs> yeah. See you um, next Tuesday. I think that means something different over there, though. Like I said, um, <laughs> I Carl Urban's just. He's just great. He's, he's good in anything he does. Um, my biggest disappointment is Almost Human. Um, that could have been great. It, it should have been great. Um, is that where he's a some kind of android robot? No, 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 he's working Michael with Ely. Oh, he's is. working with a cop Yeah, robot. and Michael Ely, who stars at the beginning of Too Fast, Too Furious, as one of the racers. <laughs> oh, yeah, right, right, yeah. <laughs> 
Oh, um, how did we forget about uh, Ja Rule? Okay, so Ja Rule is in the first movie, and they, they come to him and they say, do you want to be in the second movie? Because essentially he's going to be playing Tej. He's going to play the ludicrous role. They're, so they're trying to bring oh, anyone I, from the first movie. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. Like, he's, he, like, asks for more money. Why? Yeah, what? and he's like, yeah, it's Ja Rule. He's like, he's like he does asked he for more money. Does he and remember then, he lost that race? Well, I mean... <laughs> And Monica. Yeah, even though the girl had guaranteed at least her, she lied. She lied. Yeah. I hate when people go back on their deals. Um, it would be great as if Ja Rule turned up to be the big bad in Fast and Furious Ten. <laughs> but yeah, Ja Rule turns down Fast and Furious franchise. Uh, it goes to Ludacris. Ludacris picks it up in three. Is in four, five, six, seven, eight. I will say, I don't know if it, the Tesh character would have worked with Ja Rule. Because Lud- oh, I'm sure they would have changed it. I think Ludacris, had, he brings a little something. like He does. I've seen that hacker in, element? Yeah. <laughs> well, if you've seen him, there's a, there's a few episodes of uh, Law & Order SVU that he's a guest star in. And I think he's, uh, I want to say, Ice-T's kid. Spoilers for SVU. Oh, wow. And they keep, he's our Ice current Jr. because he hates the police department. He hates Ice-T because he's been a bad father. And he pretty much almost takes down. He, he did the, to kind of connect it to comic books, he did the same thing that Baron Zemo did to the Avengers, to the, law, to the SVU uh, crew. Oh, you turned them on each other? Yeah, he broke them apart from the inside and changed the whole thing, like, Obviously, it's Law and Order, so they kind of got back into the groove of things mm-hmm. by the next movie. Um, oh, damn, that having Avengers too. Okay, well, <laughs> but yeah, no, he like Chris Bridges, Chris Ludacris Bridges. Ludacris um, to the layman. That's right. <laughs> yeah, so he's a. I mean, he's got the acting chops. He definitely brings something to the franchise. I, I, you know, he he doesn't do a lot. It's so funny because every movie they kind of give him a new skill that you never heard about in any of the previous films um <laughs> that could go that that's for everyone is it, this is kind of like an rpg where you just level up and you gain all these new skills yeah that's so he like leveled up and he's like i'm gonna put all my points into hacking yeah but then he they also had a very generous dm from three to four yeah like, uh, Justin Lin took care of this franchise and this franchise exists because Justin Lin made it work in three four five yep i mean it, they had to go with an independent director, but if you look at that film uh, that he put out that actually is the origin of Han, it's like the first Han uh, movie. Uh, hold on, I'm going to have to pull it back up. It's neat because he's pulling a character from his own story that he wanted to put into this film and give it a great foundation. Han goes into three. He ties three to four, get the original crew back. Then you get into five. You've got a love interest that you pulled from four, in for Han, really, you're you're you've created a great character from an independent film to a multi-billion-dollar franchise. Yep. So let's uh, let's move on to Tokyo Drift, right. which I I know this is a lot of people's favorite movie. Yeah. Tokyo look, Drift. Is I, a lot of look, I you know the movie's all right. I think the the our protagonist just always felt a little too old. To yeah. play that role? Okay, so Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift comes out in 2006. And we get to the end of that, and we get Dom. Dom shows up in Tokyo. 
but we don't get the reason Dom is in Tokyo until well, we, we know the he's there sixth be- film. We know he's there because he was Han's friend and Han died. Right. But we don't Who know. killed Han? Hold on. We de- let's address this. Who killed Han Solo? <laughs> Kylo? Spoilers. No. Mm-hmm. In the Fast and Furious franchise... Han died because another person drove his car into them, causing them to wreck, and then he helped them burn alive. Well, at this point, we don't know who killed him. Yes, we do. So, well, I mean, <laughs> at this point in the franchise, in 2006, we don't know who did it. At the Yeah, true. Very true. Okay, so at the end... So we know now? Yeah. yeah. What? Yeah, Ooh. we'll get to it. We'll okay, so I've watched This is going to be a journey. So you've been in the room where the movies are playing. Yes. <laughs> I, I, I've watched... This it, franchise kind of is very... And I think that's what they count on, that people just kind of forget, like, all those little details. Like, yeah. oh, yeah, well, so we'll say I now. Mean, I don't, I don't uh, think of these like I think of my comics, where, like, okay, this happened. This is seared into my head. Yeah. Uh, don't you pull some shit later on, oh, you know, because I remember what you did back here. These Fast and Furious movies are very popcorn-y, and I just take them for, like, I like them for what they are. You know, they're, they're just fun. I don't take them very seriously, so I don't... It's just cool stunts, yeah. some cool car stuff, and they keep cranking it up, so every time the next movie is like, what, do we, what am I going to see? Oh, they're going to jump out of a plane in a car and drop and drive? That's how you're opening it? Uh, this is James Bond. I'm right. in. So, uh, so, so Tokyo, yeah. So. What do you I'm know talk, about... To, I, we, should, we should have him try to remember the summary for each film. So Tokyo Drift, what is Tokyo Drift about? Uh, white kid from American Gothic. Yep. <laughs> yep. Wow. What a, That's all I ever remember him from. What a deep cut. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> uh, Lucas Black, I think is his name. Yep. yep. He goes over to Japan. Because he gets in trouble for street racing. Yeah, and he has to live with his father, who really isn't that into him. And he just but he likes prostitutes. And yeah. cars. And cars, and gets the second part is the more important part. <laughs> I think does he get a job boosting cars? Well, he he competes in a race that is a drifting race and okay. loses, and owes a car to Han, and that's how we get Han introduced into the right. franchise. Okay, yeah. And so he continues to uh, try to learn to drift with this car so that he can one day beat the big bad guy. Let's not forget. He teams up with Bow Wow. Bow Wow, yes. yes. It, it, and to include all your rappers in sequential order, this will go Ja Rule, Ludacris. Tyree, is Tyree's a rapper? Did he's he ever a singer. Rap? He's just a singer. R&B, maybe? R&B, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I, I wouldn't put him out there with that. Okay. Yeah. So now we have Bow uh, Wow. I don't know what size Bow Wow he was at the time. Uh, he may not have been Lil anymore. But we will just call him Bow Wow from here on out. That's right. So the one thing I do always remember for this movie is because my brother's name is Sean, and the two people racing at the beginning of the film are Sean and Clay. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, because the other guy Wait, is... Wait, the, the guy from... Uh, the, the guy that's... Tool oh, Time? Yeah, the kid that's the racer? The guy that... Oh, that, oh yeah, you're with right. With the cheerleader, and she goes, for I some thought reason, you loved me. Yeah. Um, I was thinking it was the guy from... Uh, Though I'm very curious where these guys are hanging out with the women who put themselves up as prizes for car races to go to prom. That was weird because it was like, I'm going to 
we're going to write this high school girl kind of slutty. <laughs> She's just going to give herself up how for many, whoever wins. How many women writers do you think there were in those writing rooms? Chris Morgan Zero. was the only person in there, and as far as I know, he is male. <laughs> so. All right. But, yeah, so um, I remember him getting better, winning races, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then uh, Vin shows up at the end. Yeah, Vin shows up, and later we, re- we find out why. Uh, because he is friends of Han. One more thing before we move on from that. They use an American car right. to For win drift. the drift race. <laughs> okay, wait a minute. We're in the third film now, and if you haven't realized it, the only thing Dom has ever been wrong, to, wrong about has been Brian, and that's been the key to his story. Is And, and when people joke about the, the, the contracts for the new Fast and Furious films, how The Rock and Jason Statham basically had, they weren't going to be beat up. That's If you watch the entire Fast and Furious, Dom really doesn't get beat up until the seventh film when he jumps a car at a helicopter, hangs grenades on it so it blows up, throws, throws his car into a parking garage where it falls down, and he lives. He lives. Well, and this is not start a fight where he uses this big ass pipe. No, no, they were fighting that before, right before that. that. Yeah, okay. right before. That's that. before he makes the garage collapse by stomping on it. Yeah. yeah. Because yes. because what does he say? He goes, no matter what is it. A, I'm gonna look for. What, what is it about a street fight? The street always wins. That's right. I'm gonna try to drop quotes from the movies. In, in oh, the movies. And this yeah. is why I don't let these things linger on my head too much. I mean. Besides the car jumping from one building in Abu Dhabi to another building in Abu Dhabi. To another building to in another Abu Dhabi. <laughs> so let's go to the fourth movie, which well, is... Oh, wait a minute. I mean, we, oh, we, yeah, sorry. In, in the third film, um, I'm trying to pull it up because uh, I, for, I forget who plays the big boss at the end. Uh, oh, my God. This is going to drive me crazy. Uh, Sonny... Bono. Sonny Chiba. Sonny Chiba is the big boss at the end. Oh, okay. So we actually get kind of a cool piece yeah. of cinema by having him show up, uh, give some credence to it, but it's you know it's still what it is. This was just uh, Universal throwing a lot of money at these people to show up in their movies for a little bit. This is Universal trying to make this uh, a franchise yeah. and not having anything in it. There's a character in there called Orange Julius. <laughs> all right. This is all before like MCU and everything, so... Universal really has the first... They did movie scenes yeah. at the end. Um, they added stuff to the DVD. They added extra story. They had Los Bandoleros. There's a story Los of... Los Bandoleros? Bri- Holy shit, I forgot about that. Yeah. You, uh, there's a story of Brian leaving in the first film, and he goes down to Miami. And who does he run into? Dove of Hawk and Dove. Minka Kelly is in the first fa- franchise uh, mini film. As this, you know, I think she's a waitress, and and he's like at a diner, and it kind of looks like they have a thing, but not really. But yeah, Minka Kelly plays like a small bit part in that first film, and then uh, the second one is Los Bandoleros, I believe. Oh wow! Yeah, I remember watching that because I think I did have that DVD or Blu-ray, wherever that Bandoleros movie came out. Um. So, so you want to go to four from here? Oh, man, and I love the advertising for it was original parts or something like that. Like all the original, we got all yeah, the original the parts. Yeah, parts for four. Which was Yeah, great. which is just called Fast and Furious. So now 
just to kind of catch you guys up, the films are really named weird. So when you get them in your library, I usually box them all together. And I actually have like a box of just the films, the figures, the cars. I even have a uh, one of the one of the greatest things Shelby brought me was a copy, a uh, <laughs> a real bad ripoff of Too Fast, Too Furious with with uh, the credits wrong and everything on the box. And I have that, and I love it. Um, but Fast and Furious, it goes: The Fast and Furious is the first film. Too Fast, Too Furious, the second film. Fast and Furious 3, Tokyo Drift, and now we're at 4, which is just called Fast and Furious. And it's, sorry, something real funny that, uh, since you brought up the naming thing, in Japan, these movies are not called Fast and Furious. What are they called? The first one's called Wild Speed. Wild Speed. <laughs> the second one's called Wild Speed X2. Okay. Wild Speed X3, Tokyo Drift. <laughs> Now, Fast and Furious, they couldn't just call it Wild Speed again because that name's already taken. So it's Wild Wild Speed Max. Max, okay. Then Fast Five, Wild Speed Mega Max. Yeah. Fury (laughs) 7, Wild Speed Sky Mission. (laughs) Sky Mission? Because they're in the plane the whole time? Because they're in the plane. Because is that the one that ends in the... No, that's not the runway. No, no, the runway is on it's 6. It. Oh, I skipped Fast and Furious 6. Uh, wild Speed Euro Mission. <laughs> but can you guess what Hobbs and Shaw is called? Sean Hobbs and Shaw? Sean Hobbs. Wild Speed Super Combo. Super Combo. <laughs> Master Combo. <laughs> Oh, this is so Fast good. and Furious 4 is awesome because we get Gail Godot. Gail Godot shows up as one of the big bads. Super combo. I need that poster now. That poster makes the movie better. Super combo poster. So, Look that up. Yeah, Add that to the notes if you can. If it wasn't, if it wasn't for, I'll save it. If it wasn't for these movies, we would not have Wonder Woman. Yeah, that's true. Gail Godot uh, it shows up in Fast and Furious as uh, Braga's, uh, I guess, henchman. And She's like, like her... She's like the right hand. And now in the plot at this point, Letty has died. Um, And so this frees up Vin to... Huh? Nothing. Go ahead. uh, This frees up... uh, Spoiler alert. (laughs) This frees up Vin to be with the lady. Mm -hmm. But Letty will come back, so she will end up hooking up with Han. So in in Fast and Furious... No, you mean Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot hooks up. So in Fast and Furious 4... the, the reason Vin has to come back to... Because he's been exiled. That's why he hasn't been yeah, in Yeah, Four, we find Brian as an FBI agent, and Dom has come back because Letty's been killed. Yep. Then we find out that Brian had been using Letty as an informant to try to help Dom get back in the country. And so that's that, what brings them back together. Yeah, and which Dom's not happy about because Letty died. Yep. I, so I love how Dom goes to the, the site of the accident... And he just Sherlock's the whole thing. Yes, because like it's Dom. He looks like he smells. The <laughs> com- this is this is the beginning of the superpowers. So as as the superpowers come into the Fast and Furious franchise, Dom can see the future and the past if and anyone, figure out this crime. If anyone's ever seen a Beautiful Mind, yes, <laughs> Dom has a Beautiful Mind moment combined with like a war or the Hangover. Yeah, the Hangover. <laughs> uh, there's another. 
Uh, there's another sci-fi thing where somebody just stands in a room and they can see what happened. We, this this also will connect because when the film opens, we get a newscast, and you, who you know who the newscaster is that's oh, telling I don't the story. That. It's Purd from uh, <laughs> yeah, Parks <laughs> and Rec. Purd Halfley from Parks and Rec. So I'm gonna immediately tie the Fast and Furious franchise into the Parks and Rec's uh, world, which also ties uh, to the other Michael Shore shows, The Office, the Office. and The Good Place. Probably. The Good Place. And Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yep. No, that all checks out. And Brooklyn Nine-Nine had a crossover with New Girl. So, so that's also all together. All right. There you go. Uh, and there's not much. Megan Fox is in a New Girl, so it's also in the Transformers universe, which is also universal property, so it's all together. But then if the Transformers uh, transform with the drivers in them, they all die. They do every time, but then they remake clones. Okay, so that and that's the most exciting stuff about four because four is long and boring and so cool has a thing, couple of cool stunts and that's the it. The cool thing about four is going through the tunnels from uh, Mexico to the U.S. Oh yeah, uh, the rays that the <laughs> the rays were Vin and Brian had to earn their way to be part of Braga's crew, and then also like like we said, Gagadel gift to the world. Yes, it's just, it's great. It's great. So. I mean, she's a badass. She could drive. She could shoot guns. She's just awesome. Yep. Um, and this is one of the first times that the Fast and Furious crew turns an enemy, in quotes, into a friend. So, four kind of gets the franchise back on track. Does it? Yeah. Because <laughs> from y'all's description, it doesn't. It does. It's back on the lot. Because at that point, they say, we need to bring the crew back together. Familia. And, and Dom says... All right, this is what I need, and, he, and this is—I need you to pull the audio on this one, where he goes, "I need two precision drivers, one guy that can blend in. I need a circuit guy." He goes through the whole family, and so we get to reintroduce. Oh, we we forgot. Oh no, wait, that's five. Never mind. You're right. You're right. I'm You're on good. five right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Fast Five is the best of all of them. It is my favorite. It is my fun I think movie. It's my favorite. I. Actually, Fast Five is I like think one. Five of and seven are. Fives would put it back on track for me. Um. <laughs> five. I, I will tell you this though. I put five on when I'm bummed out because it, it had it, it's such a pick me up, and what it, it's actually getting replaced because in game I'm starting to play in game over and over again because that ending picks me up wait, more okay, than Fast Five. Say like. But wait, what did you want me to drop in? Uh. There's a part in Fast Five where Dom starts to put the team together, and he says, this is what I'm going to need. And he, and he basically lists out, like, Han, Ludacris. Now, in this movie, we get introduced to I two need a rapper who's got a gold album. Two of my favorite characters, uh, which are played by... They're not really rappers. Cause right. they're, Don they, Omar. Don Omar and uh, Tego Calderon. They're reggaeton singers. I don't know. I don't know but, what you call but, them. But then Don Omar's song is played when they open the safe, and that's I love that song. I don't know any of the words, but I'll have it on. I'll no like, one does. Yeah, it's just it's, it's magic. Um, five is great. Five actually was supposed to be broken up into two movies. So this is the Brazil movie, right? This is the Brazil movie. They go to Brazil yeah. and they are going to rob this guy of a hundred million dollars, and that is the only thing that pulls Tyrese back into this job is the hundred million dollars because he's like this worldwide, is crazy. baby, worldwide, worldwide. Oh. So we get everyone back together. Oh, this is where I get to see Gadot in a bikini. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh God, I love that scene. Which did he smack that ass? It was, or did he just it rub was, it? It was a tactical bikini. Exactly. Yes, because it was. it was used to get the handprint to open the safe. 
Gail Godot robbed a man by him touching her booty. With her butt, yeah. Um, And we also get introduced to the... uh, to Dom's new love interest. Yes. Because he's got to move on from yeah. Betty, right? Um, and I'm trying to remember her name other than Mrs. Thor. Because she's that married is, to Chris that is Hemworth. Chris Hemsworth. Giselle? Is that, a, is that a, the character's name? No, no. no. Giselle is, uh, is Gal Gadot. Okay. Um, yeah, this is a kind of a weird scene because we get The Rock. The Rock shows up and he's got a partner. And then we discover, okay, well... Most of these cops are corrupt. She's not corruptible and actually starts to side with Dom. She's the gateway for um, Hobbs to see that Dom isn't a 100% bad guy. Well, because she she and, and her and Dom have uh, in common that they've lost their partners, yeah. right? Her husband was a police officer, and he died in the line of duty. So. And Letty. And now Dom and Dom lost Liddy. Oh my and God. then and then she also sees Dom caring so much for that cross, that's like twenty dollars of silver. That girl there, she is smoking. <laughs> I remember her. Yeah, you Brazilian know police I mean. officer. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to see. I'm trying to remember her name. Um, hold on. Put the. Put, <laughs> I don't. I don't know if. Record this and then take it out if you want, because this is such a weird story. Oh, Elsa Pataki. She's Elena in. Uh, This is just so... Okay. Look up Elsa Pataki, and I want you to look up her dating Adrian Brody because there's a weird story in this. This is, this is just some of the extra weird stuff you get with this podcast. She was married to Adrian Brody, who bought her a castle. Damn. You ever been done wrong by a lady? Lady ever just dump you Have and you the castle you... Have you seen Chris Hemsworth, though? Uh-huh. Have you seen Chris Hemsworth? He works out. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like that's... Wait a minute, hold Adri- like, Adrian Brody doesn't. This is Chris Hemsworth's wife? Yeah. Yeah. You didn't know that? I hate that motherfucker. <laughs> I hate He's him. goals. I hate him. I hate him. <laughs> but, now, to be fair, maybe that's what motivated Adrian Brody to get all jacked for that Predator movie. Because <laughs> he looked big, like, compared... Well, if you go from The Pianist to yeah. The Predator movie... <laughs> the Pianist. <laughs> No, he did that really bad movie that... Uh, the jacket where he's like a... No, 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 the Studio... F- or s- something... Studio 44, it was like a... Okay, um, so... <laughs> this is... I don't know, this is kind of tacky. Um, I mean, we don't have to leave it in. We can take it uh, You know, if... Uh, I'd rather, here, here, I'd rather just, have it and not need it. Yeah, um, so Elsa Pataki is the love interest for... Uh, Dominic Toretto. Um, I mean, the the actress is playing the role, and so she comes in, does a role. She actually is m- her character becomes more important later. But the weird thing is, is if you Google her name Elsa Pataki Castle, you'll find this wild story of how she had been dating Adrian Brody, and he bought her a castle, and was having it renovated. And had photo shoots done there with those two in 2008. And then two years later, she would be married to Chris Hemsworth. Dude, this is wild. I had not heard any of this. Just brutal. I mean... I just knew she was married to... She was married to Chris Hemsworth, but I didn't know like all that stuff. Oh, man. I, that's just... The harshest thing to do is... I guess you can get rid of your ex's stuff, but when it's a castle... It's okay. She gets her comeuppance when Lady gets back. That's true. That's true. <laughs> so, yeah, so I think 
five is definitely one of the most. So five is I, the most fun. Yeah, five and seven, I like them for different reasons. Five, no one dies. Yep, no one dies. Everybody having a good time. Everybody gets rich. Too rich, I would think. I think everything in the franchise should happen between five and six because everything is great at this point. Everyone has money. Han and Giselle are together. Um, Roman has his plane. Ted, <laughs> Ted's got a super boost of like. I don't know, whatever. He learned how to hack everything. Yeah, I mean, he's hacking ATMs, uh, hacking subs later. I think the the cool stuff was, too, the, the setting Brazil was kind of perfect. Like, with them running through the favelas. Wait, did oh, we talk so about The Rock? Just a little bit, because okay. we talked about it. So, so The Rock shows up in this one. Uh, we finally get a pretty great bad guy. But he's not really a bad guy. He's halfway through the film. He realizes uh, the problem and who he's fighting for. This is the teen's Robin Hood story. Yeah. Oh, you know what else we forgot? And not forgot, but we haven't forgot. We just hadn't gotten to it yet. We had a guy from the first movie come back. Yes, Vince comes back. Vince is down in. uh, Is he in South America? He's in Brazil. Brazil. Oh yeah, that's that's right. They they go to Brazil. So so he's in Brazil. Which I think that may be why Dom went to Brazil to hang out there. Well, yeah, because they headed that way to be safe because they meet the baby. Yeah. Uncle Dom got a new nephew. Nico. Nico. Nico Dom. Wow, it's so weird. Like, wait, why would you name Nick? Why would you name him after that dude that? Kind of did you wrong and was like, yeah, chose he was the like, other guy. He was like your childhood friend, but then crapped on you. Yeah. And trusted some stranger who he's bringing to your house. Anyways. Um, so, yeah, we get. Yeah, that. so we, so we get. I, I hate to leave out the rock, but it is one of the best parts. Uh, it, rock comes in, comes in with. Uh, uh, he Elsa. comes in with a bunch. Uh, also, Pataki is the, the, the one cop in Brazil who's that's trustworthy. Not cor- yeah, that's not corrupt. Uh, you know, commentary. Uh, but also, he comes in with a squad of I don't know what agency the Rock works for. It's it's weird because these guys get like one or two lines yeah. and that's it. They're gone. But they are sponsored by Under Armour, whatever agency <laughs> the government is. Um, um, Fast Five has great music. It has so much fun. Yep. It has the chase scene with the vault that everyone always talks about. Yeah, I think great. there's two great stunts: the vault chase. Is one of them, and the airplane fight is the other one. Yeah, yeah. Um, what else about Fast Five? No, I think I think that pretty much covers it. I mean, the team's pretty well off. I think they are. Well, I guess the stinger at the end of the movie. Well, in the uh, the other thing that oh no, that's in the next one. I'm sorry. So we can talk about the stinger. We get another cameo from another previous uh, alumni from yeah. the. Fast and Furious franchise, even Mendes comes back. Because The Rock gave Dom a head start. He's still a bad... Dom's still technically a criminal. All the guys are still criminals. But because The Rock has a code of honor... He uh, gave him Which time. is important. This code of honor is going to come back multiple times. You got to live by a code. You got to have... You know, you got to... Uh, so he gave him a head start. And, uh, yeah, like... He, Eva Mendes comes in with some very crucial information, which is Letty is alive. And working for some bad folks. Yep. So that's how this movie ends. So it sets up the next one. Is uh, this the first thinger we get for Fast and Furious movies? No. No. You gotta you get him in all of them. Okay. I mean, the first one is kind of Brian leaving, so it's really a movie. It's not a scene. Yeah, it, yeah I think it was right. just available on the DVD. 
Um, so Fast and Furious 6 opens with a... Is it the... Hold on. Oh! Yeah, so we transfer from Fast 5 to Fast and Furious 6, another title change. Sorry, I forgot one quick thing. I think that was in Fast 5. The opening sequence, is that where they get the gas? Yes. I think that that's one of my favorite stunts, too. Yeah, because four four is them breaking Dom yeah, yeah. out. Five is them getting gas, and it's Han, Los Bandoleros, um, Letty. I think that's it. Yeah, yeah. Um, amazing stunt to open it. Uh, no, it couldn't be Lady. She's dead. Ooh. Was that at the beginning of four, then? Yes. Yeah, because okay, that's it, what it was. Oh, okay. So, yeah. We, what we need to do is break down the best stunts. Yeah. And that's I really have be to rewatch them all. I think I've only seen... I can do that on Monday. Se- <laughs> I think seven's playing all the time on FX. Uh, one's playing all the time. And for some reason, three's also playing all the time on sci-fi. Um, 